Nearly any schoolchild knows that Julius Caesar was the ruler of Rome. But few will be able to explain more than is recounted in popular plays, movies, or videos. Playwrights such as William Shakespeare and Bernard Shaw have focused on the drama and romance of the lives of Julius Caesar, Mark Antony, and Cleopatra VII. Yet their lives scarcely need embellishment, if even one-tenth of the stories about them contain a grain of truth. Shakespeare chose to focus on Caesar's death, putting words in the mouth of his best friend and loyal second-in-command, Mark Antony. Few are those who cannot quote the words Shakespeare wrote as Antony's eulogy of Caesar. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Caesar, not to praise him. Yet praise him he did, even in his real eulogy. We do not have those words. However, historians report that Marcus Antonius was a well-trained orator. Therefore, it is not without reason that Shakespeare chose to attribute eloquence to Caesar's friend. Bernard Shaw makes of Cleopatra a comic figure. A silly girl, given to foolish flirtation, landed in a world of masculine politics of which she had little comprehension. Historical reports paint a very different picture of this woman. She was raised in a dynastic family that was focused on politics, and she probably drank in political intrigue with her mother's milk. Some accounts note that she was of only reasonable beauty, but she had presence, that indefinable quality that will turn heads when a person possessing it enters a room. More than that, she knew how to use what she had, to her advantage. It is possible that at the end of her life, she allowed affection for Marcus Antonius to sway her judgment, or perhaps she simply miscalculated his abilities, both military and political. It is ironic that the two closest to Caesar would be in strong opposition to the will he left for his succession. In addition to his best friend and his lover, Caesar was also influenced by his family, bequeathing the major part of his wealth and his political influence to his nephew, Octavius, who would become Octavian Caesar Augustus. These four lives braided together enter influence the politics of the Roman Republic, riding the surf of a tumultuous political upheaval that culminated in its transformation into the Roman Empire. Legends, misconceptions, misdirections, and some back history. Legends grow up around the great and powerful. Some of them are political fictions, such as the story of George Washington and his father's cherry tree, while others are prideful boosting, closely akin to Davy Crockett's assertion that he was half gator, half wildcat, and half bar or bear. These stories are calculated to enhance the greatness of the great, but succeed primarily in obscuring facts. The storyteller and historian is left to sift legend from wistful thinking and fancy from real events. The Yuli Caesarian family traded heavily upon a legend that begins in Troy, a city thought to be a fictional invention of Homer's, until a relatively recent archaeological find made it clear that it had once existed. 